time. Winter is coming. Star Lord. Finish him. Fatality. And welcome to episode 55 of Free Your Geek. I am your host, Jay Free. Welcome to those listening on audio. Whether you're listening on Stitcher or <laughs> iTunes Podcast or anything else that plays podcasts, I can't Podbean. Podbean, that's our, yeah, that's that's our that's our our go-to guys. Um, and if you're watching on Facebook Live right now, thank you very much. I'll be reading your comments along the way. But we have a very packed show. And before we jump in, let me first introduce the gentleman to my left, to your right, uh, my two co-hosts. We have KB. What's up, brother? And the Don. I don't have anything clever. I don't I actually. I'm gonna throw this out there now. I don't like being introduced because I can't intro myself. Okay, so how about like for the millions okay. and millions of the geeks <laughs> around the world, the dawn is here to rain havoc, drop knowledge, and uh, something else. <laughs> chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm fresh out of bubble gum. That, that's why I don't. That's why I like to intro myself. Okay, we should have Don intro the show. Don actually, Ooh. he that, should be introing the okay. show. That's that's good. You could do it like totally, uh, total uh, uh, Ed McMahon versus uh, Johnny Carson side, where he introduces Carson. You can introduce me. I can come oh up, wave to people. Yeah, it'd be great. That'd be great. Um, all right, cool. Uh, so we do have a packed show, but before we get into the crux of our show, Oops. want to thank our sponsors for those that are listening. On a pod- podcast version, the audio version, you don't see it on the screen, but thank you first to Local Blast Marketing. Thank you to Ritual Sweat Society, and thank you to Pachico's Furniture, who have been with us from the start. Three great companies, whether you're looking to uh, promote your local business, whether you're looking to get in shape and lose some weight, or whether you're looking to buy some you know, very, very nice second-hand uh, Furniture or have moving services with Pachico's Furniture. They can do it all. They do it all. I'd like to thank the people over at the Booty Yoga for working wonders on Jay Free's body. I mean, he is looking very, very beefy at the moment. And it's all due to beefcake baloney. Anyway, um, yeah, no, obviously that thing's getting really trendy. I was over in... uh, Heading up towards Westport, Dartmouth today. Notice they're going to have their own super studio over there. Yeah. So get your booties to that yoga spot. Yeah. Get some urban B-U-T-I. booty yoga. B-U-T-I. So look it up. Check it out. Uh, Tara Winterhalter, friend of the show. Uh, she's the owner of Ritual Sweat. She's awesome. Check her out. Um, okay, so let's talk. Uh, Let me just jump in yeah, here real quick. Let I'm me gonna, apologize I'm gonna, I'm gonna for type up something on Facebook. aggressively mm-hmm. spamming the hell out of every single group I am <laughs> part of. This is the Free Your Geek podcast. If you're tuning in for the first time, again, the host, Jay Free, KB, and the Don. We are here joining you live from 59 Media Studios. This is intro number two. I just noticed that we had a lot of guests. We don't really get a lot of guests, so we appreciate you. So if you're (laughs) in the mood to hear some geek culture from uh, three zany, crazy uh, men-children, then you're in the right Man-childs. Yeah, we're we're a bunch of man-children here, I guess. Excellent. uh, My buddy Andrew joined in. Andrew's a really good dude. Uh, I'm sorry for choosing the podcast over basketball, but I'm a bigger nerd than I am a job. Does he play? (laughs) Is it every Thursday? It's just about every Thursday. Okay, so (laughs) I was going to say, we can can do an on-location once and... (laughs) And Look see, at Kim uh, loving the booty yoga talk already. Very good, Kim. See, we we geek out over everything and booty, so, booty something. Yeah, so booty for those, something we're in on. Well, we let me, let me put it this way. So this that's that's a really good point, Don. Like for the, for those that are new to the show, 
the word geek had a very negative connotation. We like to look at it as something that you're passionate about. Now, mm -hmm. yes, we're going to be talking sci-fi and comic books and superheroes because that's what we geek out about. But we also have friends on the show that are really into horror movies. And some we had a, a few episodes ago, we had an independent filmmaker making uh, horror shorts. Um, we had a health yeah. nut who's also a Star Wars fan. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, we, we we just like the we run the gamut. We've so had some musicians on. We, we have had musicians, uh, you know. Oh my God, we've had comics. Now that I'm thinking yep. about it, we've had comics. We've had bartenders. We've had we've had everybody. Cosplayers. We've had some cosplayers yep. on. We've had tons of people on. So, um, yeah, let's let's talk about. Um, let's start off by we're going to be talking a little bit about fall TV is now pretty much way underway now mm -hmm. as we're going along. We're going to start off, we're going to talk about next week, though. Next week, there will be no new show, because there's a little movie that's coming out. A little uh, movie. Very are, you, are you about tiny. to drop the hammer on them oh, right now? That's tiny, a good reference. Tiny movie, though. Tiny, tiny movie. It's a, yeah, a little, a little it's movie called uh, Thor Ragnarok. Um, we're going to be checking that out next Thursday, so there will be no new show next Thursday. But the following Thursday, we will be here... Fingers crossed, Joe Amaral from Whatever Bro Films will be fi filling in that fourth seat, Ooh. and we'll be yep. uh, reviewing Thor Ragnarok. That'll That's be Joe's. Two weeks uh, That's like his eighth, fifth, appearance, eighth appearance on the time. show. It's, I mean, it's, he's, he's been on every time. This every Marvel, Marvel movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. I oh man, Joe's a hilarious guy too. So uh, anytime we get the comedians over here to do some uh, geek talk, it really uh, spices things yeah. up. Yes, it does. Yes. So you know, uh, and check their check their page out. They have their own podcast. And Joey too. knows his stuff too. Joe, Joe actually, he's sending me all these theories about, you know, I'm not going to get too spoiler heavy, but things about Odin, things about Heimdall, all these different things that might happen in Thor Ragnarok. And I'm like, I don't even want to click on the links that he's sending me. Yeah. Because he's already sending me spoilers from what might happen in the new Avengers movie. Uh, yeah, that's stuff like, starting to roll out. I don't want to know. I want to be surprised. I don't need to know all that stuff. So, Joe, send them my way because <laughs> I eat spoilers for breakfast and then I hand them out for lunch to my friends, with whether they like them or not. So please, by all means, send them the Don's way. So Don's disconnect no from Don after that happens. Wow, wow! I may just flood your inbox with things that say pictures of Dazzler, but when you click, it's clickbait, and you will get all the spoilers. <laughs> so, for those new to the show, apparently, if you know the. Uh, notorious X-Men known as the Dazzler. These guys have an inside joke that say I'm highly attracted to her and she's Jay my favorite Jay first crush. Yeah. Yeah, my first crush. Yeah, I, I mean, well, to be fair... Where were you, eight? I was, yeah, I was probably like six. <laughs> six. Yeah. I played that video game, the X-Men arcade game. Dazzler was the bomb, no pun intended. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Um, okay, so we just, just want to throw that out there. No show next week for Thor. But let's talk about fall TV. Fall There's TV. Tons of television shows now have started. You know, we're in the end of October. We're starting up Halloween. Halloween's next week or later on this week. I don't know how it works. I'm bad with dates. It's, it's next, next Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Um, but let's talk about what, what are we watching, guys? What have you seen so far? Let's start with Don. Um, I well, mean, every fall, I jump right into Family Guy. I dive yep. right into yep. that world. That The humor really, like, jumps at me. It's it's stupid. It's funny. You know, man-children around the world unite and watch Family yep. Guy every fall. Was Just Adam West still in some episodes? They had some pre-recording um, ones, I think. You know what? I thought, uh, I, seen him, I, thought I seen him in an episode. The latest Driving episode a car or something. Actually, you know what? Yeah, with was. a dollar bill. Yeah, it's a dollar bill episode. Yeah, very, very clever, uh, well-written episode. Uh, the, oh, the I loved it. I yeah. do want to say though too, you know, we I don't know if you know the other one of the other voices of Family Guy that will no longer be reprising her role is uh, Peter's boss Angela. Angela was oh, um, yeah. Carrie Fisher. Yeah, Carrie Fisher womp, voiced womp, Angela. Womp, yeah. So two amazing heroes or icons in nerd culture between Adam West and Carrie Fisher who were voicing oh, Family yeah. Guy, and uh, no longer sadly with us. Um, but 
yeah, yeah. Family Guy is, is still, I mean, I don't think, I think for any type of show that you watch, because I'm a big Simpsons guy myself, and I don't watch the newer episodes of The Simpsons. Yeah. I tried. I, I mean, I feel like that the humor changes. I feel like the same way at Family Guy now at this point. It, it's the Brian um, and Stewie show. Which is, which is fine is, for... Yeah. What but it, it is, but but it has to be now because in this day and age of what what animation is putting out, I'm yeah. I'm sticking to like the strictly stupid humor, which for and, us basically and South Park is still getting it. South Park will always be relevant because they always touch on topics that are going on right now within the week. Hey, and they do it yeah. so geniusly that it's like you you can't even look past the. I mean, you can look past the fart jokes and the stupidness, and you're like, wow, you know, they're really telling us what a. Um, Actually, we don't talk political. So anyway, we'll but, just well, right no, I mean, they they touch on topics in a funny way, but make you really like yeah. scratch your head at the end of it. Like, right. wow. Yeah, yeah. we here at uh, and I we should mention before we get into too deep the views and ex- uh, opinions expressed here at uh, Free Your Geek and Free Your Geek Podcast do not reflect those of Fifty Nine Media Studios. <laughs> yada yada yada. Blah blah blah. Basically, we don't like to get too political. We like to keep it everything just just. Light and fun and easy, but Don, go ahead. You say you like you want to say something. Oh, you're just you're pointing. Yeah, so we don't talk politics here. We're not going to say you know we're left, we're right, we're this, we're that. Just we're all geeks, man. Let's just chill out, have just some enjoy fun, it. talk some nerd culture. And that's the bottom line because Jay Free said so. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's get into this a little bit more. What else? What else? So other than Family Guy, so I mean, else? I jumped into Family Guy. Uh, we'll push the most important one to the back for a little bit. So um, let's 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 the little feeder. What what are, what's the one we're pushing to the back? Oh, TWD baby, The Walking Dead AMC Oof. started yeah. up. We're going to be reviewing that first episode. Um, this is what I just jumped into now. Um, Netflix put out the show The Mist, which is uh, off of the movie. I've been binge watching that the past few days. The Thomas Jane movie. Uh, uh, Thomas no, I don't know. It's going off of the Stephen King book, The Mist, where you remember right. all the bugs got well, all right. But I know there was a movie. I don't know who made the original movie. Okay. You're in charge of all that good stuff. Oh, okay. I just I remember the the I'm general, and you get the specific. <laughs> got it. That's, got it. That's how this works out. Understood. Right here. Understood. So, um, show's really good. It's uh, creepy as all hell. Uh, I love, and all shows like this. I'm going to make a Walking Dead reference tied in with The Mist is. The zombies aren't, don't really do it for me with The Walking Dead. That's an aspect of yep. it, but that's not all of it. And then in this show now, I have the creatures and stuff. It's always the human interaction that gets with me. Same thing with even Game of Thrones. I could tie into this. Dragons, walkers, yeah, whatever. Irrelevant. You take all of those things out of these shows, and you still got a great show. That's Walking what I like about. The Walking Dead is so not about walkers anymore. No, no. They, they are so, like, not yeah. even secondary. They're like a third-tier, like... Uh, Issue yeah. going on here. I mean, it's look at the look opinion. at the last no, no, look good. at the final episode of last season. There was one walker in the whole movie. Yeah, I mean the whole show. Like, so we're kind of we're kind of burying the lead yeah. if we're going to be putting this at the end. But of no, episode. we're not. No, no, talking but about the again, episode the yet. show the show the miss was really 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 good. Uh, I mean, it's even something I would pass along to you guys. Say, mm-hmm. hey, check this out. Let me know what you think about it. Um, fault. I mean, let me bounce. Let me know what you guys. <coughs> think uh, so I can let you know. Let's if see. I'm in for me, a few shows. Inhumans. I have been watching it. Wife, life, wife likes it. I've enjoyed it. Um, Gotham has been really good. Love Preview Gotham. loves Gotham. Gotham has been really good. Shout out to Jay Preview. Um, and Supergirl. Been on top of Supergirl as okay. well. Flash, I'm a season behind, so I'm kind of like not on top of that. Um, yep. And then obviously The Walking Dead now. So Actually, I got about uh, four or five shows in my I rotation. have one big one that I wa- need to ask you about. What's going on with The Gifted? Did it grab you? Are you still invested oh, in we're it? We're going to be talking about this. Hold on. Uh, first of all, we have we have uh, some people on Facebook Live saying hello. So hello to everybody watching. Hola. Yeah. Um, the gifted. So I'll just just for my piece right here. 
I'm still watching the CW shows. Uh, of all those CW shows, Legends of Tomorrow is still my favorite. Well, I mean, I would think it's your favorite because it has by far the best cast of any of the shows. Yeah, yeah, it does. And the, 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 it's so light. It's so goofy. It's just like it's very tongue in cheek. It's very light. It's not as dark. And there's a place like Arrow is very dark, which I love. And Flash gets dark and sometimes. Flash can get like into like very emotional. Legends is a little bit lighter, and I kind of like that. Um, but the Gifted, I am loving yeah. the Gifted. Yeah. I, I I have not watched Inhumans yet. I have no desire to see Inhumans. Yeah. To be to be quite frank, um, I saw some. I saw the first episode. I'm just not. It didn't grab me. Yeah. Um, Gotham, I'm in the same boat though. I love Gotham. Gotham's yeah, actually Gotham's on really tonight good. after we get out of here. We're going to go home. Oh, well, I'm going to go home and uh, watch Gotham. And then, uh, yeah, the CW shows. But yeah, The Gifted, as far as new shows, yeah. is probably the newest, the new show this season that I'm most into. And I'm just, I, I don't know. Have you, do you have? I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. No, no. But, I, but you brought that up because. Uh, I, I brought it up because I've been watching the, the, the previews, the commercials for the show look really, really good. So, I mean, of We're course. only, what, two episodes in? Three? Uh, this is a three, I believe, now. So, this is going to be, gonna, the fourth one's going to be next month. So we'll be able to catch it on demand still. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's great. The cast yeah. is great. The, the, the premise is great. For if, you're, if you're a fan of some of the older X Men characters, Polaris, Thunderbird, and Blink. Okay. Are, are oh, Blink, wow. Um, you know, and uh, Jamie Chung plays Blink, and she's awesome. Uh, and then they have one of my favorite actresses, or it's not that we don't really call them actresses anymore, just actors. Uh, Amy Acker, who played Winifred Burkle on Angel, and who also played in Dollhouse. She's a Whedon uh, a- actress, but she basically played Fred from, I don't know if you ever watched Angel, but uh, and she was in Dollhouse as well. She was in, um, What's that Dallas show? Was was with Elijah Dushku. Yes, and then uh, what's the stupid with Jim Caviezel? What was his uh, the show he did? Him and Michael Emerson did where uh, Person of Interest. She was in Person of Interest as well. So she's she's been around for a while, but now she plays the mother of these two mutant teenagers. Yeah, and it's they're on the run because it's you know they they mention the X Men. There's a couple little nods to the X Men uh, universe as well. In the first episode, one of the characters gets a phone call and it plays the X Men animated That's TV awesome. series theme song, but they never acknowledge it, you know. But it's just it's just a little cool uh, Easter egg there for those fans. Um, really quick Facebook Live, Aaron Ferrara Sullivan. Hello, Aaron, another guest of the show. Get your elf on. That's what I call her. I call her Aaron the Elf, and yeah, uh, yeah she's a, she was on our Game of Thrones uh, recap app or and just prep for what, and she knows her stuff, and we're gonna get her back on when. Uh, the new season starts, but so what? 20, 2018? 2018. We'll get it back on. Um, so yeah, those are the TV shows I'm really into. Uh, anything else, you guys? Before we talk about, as we kind of uh, we don't want to bury the lead too too much. But no, the no, Walking I think, Dead. I think we may have to transition over. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's um, let's talk about the Walking Dead. So before we started, we just kind of like said, what did we overall think of it? So season eight has started, and. Um, I'm curious. I'm going to go to my two co-hosts. I know one of uh, one of you. We have um, we have opposing opinions. All right, it's going to be very. It's going to yeah. make very good um, airtime. Yeah, for you. That's, that's why I'm going to I'm going to kind of be the moderator. You guys can like debate this. Okay, and so I'll moderate. In, in in the world, you say you got good news and you got bad news. What do you? Yeah. What would you rather have, Jay Free? First, you want the good news or you want the bad news? Ooh, uh, let's go bad news because you can always start off feeling down and then pick it back up with the good news. So KB, KB you go first. The bad news. Um, I just really felt like the episode was really all over the place for me. Okay. The old man Rick thing, I kind of wasn't really feeling because I kind of like Jay Freeze thought about Rick needs to die at some point. Um, and, you know, Kirkman kind of saying that, you know, at some point he dies. So seeing him as like an old man in a dream kind of really turned me off a little bit. Um, I Talking to like other people that watched it, they're like, yeah. did it really happen or did it not really happen? And to me, it, it's too... Um, 
it's too, if if the general audience is looking at it that way, it's not probably really a good first episode. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That that like the action and stuff is great. I like the whole you know how they went right after Negan. Like I I do like all that. But they kind of lost me in the back and forth with the speeches and the you know that well the one speech so to speak yeah. that's going on and then the whole dream sequence where it, like it just it just kind of lost me a little bit. Okay. So yeah, counterpoint. So that's why I was kind of counterpoint. Not feeling um, it so much. To me, I feel best first episode of The Walking Dead that I've ever ever seen. Do you know it had the lowest rating since like season three? I I would have to give it the lowest yeah. ratings of any season because of the cliff. There was no real cliffhanger yeah. at the end of that season. We were I mean, as far as like people watching. Yeah, but uh, but what I'm yeah. saying is at the end where's of the, last where's season, where's the hook to bring we were, them back? Yeah. yeah, we were left with a speech, and I like how it's crazy. You thought the speech was like one way, but I looked at that speech as like. All right, you're bringing me right back into where I was. Yeah. And then on top of it, they're giving me three different time periods. Yeah. And um, I related it to uh, Jay Free's gonna like this one. I related it to Lost. I even turned to Beth and, and looked at Beth and I said, "Rick's probably dead. Rick's not an old man." And uh, not being uh, theological or whatever, but this could be Rick's heaven. Or I even look at it in something even crazier than that because I watch other like insane shows. Mm-hmm. Um, another show I watched last year was really good called The Leftovers where mm-hmm. all these people just poof, disappeared from Earth or whatever. So we end up finding out at the conclusion of that show that all the people that disappeared just reappeared somebody else. And the, the people who were mm-hmm. left behind, you know, one lady ends up finding a way over it anyway, ends up finding yeah. that there's a whole other world. So I look at this show in a crazy way because maybe I'm a little crazy, but hey, crazy likes crazy. I, I like your heaven idea because the thing about that scene that you notice is the old man Rick scene is that Michonne is kind of the same age. Yeah, and it, well, but Michonne's kind of the same. Michonne is, but yeah. it shows, it doesn't show you Carl's face. It shows you a quick flashback. It looks like an older lo- Carl. An older Carl because of the hair, just yeah. because of the hair. Taller. And then I believe it shows Judith it shows as Judith is a little, a little older bit older, too. yeah. Okay. So, uh, oh, wow, I think I didn't say that on there. So, anyway, um, <laughs> Don wow, is I catching almost just let, I almost let something slip that would have been whatever. But, um, Anyway, where was I going with this? Where was I You're going talking about that there might be Rick's heaven. So, yeah. yeah. So, realistically, um, for all we know, when you turn as a when you turn your flesh may re, you know, remain and you your reanimated body mm-hmm. may come and become a zombie, but for all we know, you may just leave that plane and start existing in another Wow, I'm getting really deep with this. You could exist in another plane and what brother. we're seeing at this <laughs> point is Rick that we've been watching this time. His body stays behind. He yep. goes into his heaven form or whatever where Michonne, who may not have passed away. So that's why he has his last memory of Michonne. Or maybe mm-hmm. Michonne did pass away, and that's why Michonne <coughs> is still younger yeah. at that point. And then Carl does pass away at that you know older teenage maybe. years. And Judith dies as a six-year-old. Maybe and Rick is the they all only die. one who makes it to the end, sits there, and you know, old man's out, and then that's him dying. When we see him waking up from that dream, that's Rick actually dying yeah. in this world. Could be. But that wasn't even... I don't even know. Don just <laughs> went on a whole tangent, a tangent, whole like, yeah. philosophical deal. That was good. So let's, let's, let's bring uh, some levity. Oh, my God. Levity. Johnny Leather. That's what I was going to say. Thank Johnny you for being you, Johnny Leather, because you can't let that slip out of my tongue on national uh, yeah. Facebook Live. Well, I, I, to, to, to his point, I'll say this. Uh, the actress who plays Michonne said that on The Talking Dead afterwards. So it's 
it's acceptable for her to say it. I'm not going to say <laughs> it. Um, I'm going to do the white thing and just sit here with my mouth closed. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, so we're not going to say that. But Johnny Leathers, for those of you that are listening on audio, Johnny Leathers, check good friend him out of the show. on Facebook. He's a good friend of the show. We're going to have a Leathers report soon. Yeah, it's been a long time yeah, since you've had well, Johnny John, on, Johnny's, Johnny's on the phone. Johnny's been busy. Johnny's been busy appearing in movies and jumping into all these different films and becoming a superstar. Go Thank ahead. you for saying that. Boom. So Johnny Leather, you hit me up. You, you sent me a, a personal message the other day, and um, I had no idea where to find Denzel Washington out in Marshfield. You tell me to go and be like a, a non-union background scene actor for a movie, and trust me, I, I've looked around Marshfield. I cannot find Denzel Washington or any movie set out there. Trust me. Uh. You guys know I love attention. I would definitely be out on some you know movie set walking around like greasing elbows with Denzel, you know? Jay Free, we didn't even get your thoughts on that. Yeah, what are your thoughts? Oh, oh, you guys want to know my yeah, thoughts? Yeah, oh, we think, okay. We think I mean, your opinion yeah. matters a little <laughs> it's bit. Only, it's only my show. Um, since you guys have both seen it. It's funny how off the air is our boss. show, yeah. but he has to show well, no, off when well, he's on air. It's my show. <laughs> no, what I was saying was you guys, there was an off message where Don called me the boss, and I said, I'm not the boss. This is a team effort. But then it's like you guys don't even want my opinion. Oh, but my God. He, didn't, he did not realize that I was calling him the boss because he reminds me of Bruce Springsteen. That's what it was. Oh. See, He's an uptown you, girl the way him and Dazzler have fun. Isn't that Billy Joel? <laughs> and the fact that he knows that, that it's Billy Joel yeah. shows that he's an uptown girl. Um, it's weird. Um, no, I really like the episode. I actually agree with the Don as much as I'm loathing him right now. Uh, I, I like the speeches. I liked how they had both Ezekiel... Maggie and like basically the different heads of each yes. each little settlement like kind of the way it is the in the comics right yep. and then so their two parts stuck out to me specifically was when Rick went out Carl stayed behind and Michonne told him she goes Ooh. you know this, I I don't want to I'm gonna paraphrase but she basically said she's like I'm following your lead you're in charge here and I'm I've been a big proponent since day one since I started reading the comics since the the show started. The story is not about Rick. The story is about Carl. Boom. And it's all mm -hmm. about him growing up in this. And, and I, that's what I think it is. And that's where I think the hero is going to be at the end of the day. And so I thought that was very poignant. The second thing I really liked, my favorite part of the whole episode, was Rick and his crew go up. They have all the uh, the cars. The all armored cars. Like, yeah, armored yeah. up. And um, Gregory comes out with Negan. He's my saying, favorite part everybody too. from the hilltop, get over here. And then go home while you still have a home oh, to go God. to. <laughs> oh, man. it's so It was so yeah. good. And then... Uh, Maggie speaking up because they've been kind of adversaries last season, and she goes, "Looks like nobody's leaving." And he goes, "The hilltop stands with Negan." Or, Jesus, and then Jesus out. goes, sh shouts out, and he goes, "The hilltop stands with Maggie." And that was just like so <laughs> gratifying to me. And what was even more gratifying than that is when Rick has the conversation with Maggie, and Rick looks at Maggie and he tells Maggie, "Like once this is over, I plan on following yeah. you." And Maggie kind of gives him like the little thing, like where she's like. I learned how to lead from you. And Rick's like, well, you know, as soon as this is done, like... I'm retiring. Yeah, you got this. <laughs> you know? Because Maggie, even... See, this is what I love about the show. Uh, actually, this is the whole point I wanted to make about... Well, Alita must get tired of leading. Why, yeah, but look, at this know? is why I loved this episode so much. Action-wise alone, Rick has shown that he has learned from every single encounter he's had on this show. His tactics <clears throat> were the governor's tactics. He definitely... Yep. I mean, on a grand scale, yeah. he brought like that whole horde army right to his doorsteps, and um, oh my God! Like the look, Ugh, Gregory, Gregory coming out was that scene. Like that's mm -hmm. what did it for me because I'm watching Negan and I'm watching him like acting. He's like, 
Are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. Because you ain't got the numbers yeah. for he's, this. He's full of himself. Earlier on in the episode, I, I wondered what happened with Gregory. But then everything starts rolling. I mm-hmm. completely forget. Mm-hmm. And then when Gregory kind of steps out, I'm like, oh, th- th- this is what your, your big plan was? Because yeah. even when Gregory was back at Hilltop, nobody had respect. He was the Rodney Dangerfield up there. Yeah. You know what I mean? He thought he was cool eating the, excuse my language, but eating the but shit. But Negan's Negan guys never, never knew that. Yeah, they never exactly. really understood that. So... Well, real quick, while we're in the middle of the discussion, I want to give a couple uh, shout-outs. Um, I want to give uh, my cousin John, who said the graphic novels are great because he doesn't like it when I call it comic books. He says he says the graphic novels. Yes, I own the graphic novels. Right. Well. Uh, our buddy of the show who was on a few weeks ago, Rich Marini, says, Sup, B, dollar sign, percentage sign, pound sign, up arrow, S. I think that's <laughs> trying to be, say a bad word. I'm assuming he's throwing S. And then a friend of the show, one of my favorite people, uh, Beth LaCroix says that Maggie and Carl are the future. Yes. And then Judith, Judith and Maggie's kid. So, again. Maggie fa- doesn't look at all pregnant. She said she, well, she's still in the first trimester. Is she? Yeah, because then she, she said, said she can battle through the second trimester. Yeah. Which makes the timeline is throwing me off with her pregnancy. This whole yeah. vegan thing looks like it Taking seems forever. as if it, it, it's months yeah, long. But it really but isn't. If, yeah. You look at the time frame. It's two and a half weeks tops. Right. Yep. And that was a lot of content to right. jam in from there. from Glenn yep. to you know now it's just like it, it's been a whirlwind, but it, it feels like it's been you know you know because obviously it's been a whole season, but it's, it's only probably been, been like two months. Yeah, I, I don't even think it's been. I think it's been if a, a month, if that. Like, I think there there's there's the timeline is definitely uh, interesting. But um, let's talk about the little hook they left at the end of the show, where. Um, well, actually, before I talk about that, I wanted to go back to your point about Rick using the tactics of everybody. Because we always compare, like, a few seasons ago, Rick could theoretically be argued it was worse than Shane mm-hmm. ever was at his yes. worst. Yes, And it's like everybody's like, oh, my God, Shane was so out of control, and, and, and Rick had to do what he had to do because Shane's just losing it. Rick is past that point already yeah. Oh now. yeah, And like you said, if he's using, like, now he's using governor's Rick's like type. Frank Castle. Yeah. Rick became <laughs> Shane. Which is Woo. which is also a great reference because <laughs> uh, Punisher coming out to Netflix in a couple of weeks, November seventeenth, yeah. I believe. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. We'll be we'll be doing a show on that then too. Oh hell yeah! So uh, anyway, my my point is is that we see Gregory, the slimy snake that he is, and we want to talk about we. Are, I love talking about character progression. We see Father Gabriel. Yep. Oh, God. Gabriel has come so far though yes. as a character. Absolutely. Unfortunately, he has. You know, from locking from locking him all the, his parishioners out, out of, the, of church the church and watching or listening to them die, to basically being kind of a snake himself and trying to like sabotage Rick and his play and all that from earlier seasons. Wow. Now he's got Rick's back. He's one of Rick's soldiers, so to speak. But he still has that compassion. He kind of reminds me of Herschel in that way. Like, he's just such a good person now. He found his way. He found his yeah. way, but it's yeah. g- it could lead to his undoing, similar to the way the governor took out Herschel. Are we going to see Negan take out Father Gabriel? Well, I hope that Father Gabriel had his shitting pants on, because there's going to be some shitting going down. Because <laughs> locked in there with Negan... First off, I'm beyond upset with TV shows like this, Okay. Gabriel is holding an M16 that he was just shooting, so the safety's not on. So the second you would hear a man like Negan's voice behind you, who is as sadistic as he is, you would instantly you turn should be emptying that clip. Emptying <laughs> that clip. Double tap, bullets to the head. You do not leave the chance for this man to get up. I don't care about the salvation power of Christ. I do not. You pull the trigger and end that. You cut the, the head off the snake. I got a counterpoint. He's in there with Negan. He's by himself. He's got this gun. How many walkers are surrounding him? How is he going to escape that if he uses up all his ammo? 
I take my chances with the walkers with no gun at all than being locked in with Negan. Well, one you can uh, kind of uh, banter with and, and, and get uh, maybe get your point across as opposed to these creatures that have no rhyme or reason and just no, looking I, to eat. I so get it. I think, spoiler alert, this is a potential theory here. Um, from what I was reading, Gabriel might actually hear Negan's story. And that would actually be Negan's nice basically going to confess all everything and why he is the way he is to Gabriel. Gabriel, in turn, is going to go back to Rick. And for those that read the comics, spoiler alert, five, four, three, two, one. Negan is still alive in the comics, and he's a prisoner yep, of and Rick. That's why, yeah. So I'm wondering if that's going to be the reason why. It could be. If they follow the comics, but they've, they've shown that they don't necessarily and, have to. And on top of it, another... It would be anticlimactic for him to die like that. For Negan to die like that. If then, Negan's going to die, it's yeah. going to be Rick that's going to yeah. take him out. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. I, I can 100% see that it would be Rick, just based off what Rick said and what we all want to see. But when you look at Negan, Negan could have killed Carl when Carl jumped out at Negan's area, and didn't, but he didn't. He actually showed him courtesy. He was actually yeah. very, very good to this kid. And basically... Um, the first time. The first time. Yeah. But still, that was... You know, an hour after the kid jumped out of the back of the thing with an assault rifle trying to kill take him. Negan out. Yeah. And if anything, Negan showed the kid respect for it, which I in return I respect. think this goes back to Carl being the hero. Is like Carl got Negan's respect by doing that. Yes. You know, the he's whole like, time. I like the cojones on you, kid, you know. And uh, I think that's what shows all that strength that Carl has, too. Yeah. Speaking of yeah. Carl, how about the little side story with him with the uh, uh, the one lone guy, the drifter? That comes into play further down the road, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, but what I'm saying is you want to talk about him being the leader. Look at where Rick has gone. We talked about his tactics now. He kind of overtook Shane as far as his brutality, overtook the governor a little bit because that's something the governor would have done. Yeah. What, what Carl is doing is kind of like what old school Rick would have done. I don't know if this is a, a guy that's part of Negan's crew. He's saying he just wants some food. Carl left him two cans of mm -hmm. vegetables or whatever it was and left yeah. a note that said, sorry, sorry for shooting at you. He's showing compassion, which leads to whether it's a dream state or whether it's an alternate reality, the old man <coughs> Rick storyline, when he opens the door and everybody's kind of like, there's like a little community, there's family, there's kids mm -hmm. playing out in the yard. That's the... Um, the end result that, that if Carl continues his way, his compassion, where he's using his judgment as far as, is this an enemy? Do we give them a chance? Think back to a couple seasons ago. How many walkers have you killed? How many people have, have you killed? killed? Why? Why? That's that's the route. Because they were dicks. Right. Well, that's the reason <laughs> I think Carl's going down that path now. But look, I mean, Rick's been... Um the justice man, he's mm -hmm. been... Look at Rick's the savage. Farmer. Rick's the yep. Farmer. We've seen all of these different things from Rick, just as we've seen it all with like with Carl. Mm -hmm. You know, like, Carl, his emotions are all over the place. He's like um, severe bipolar. Do you remember when... Like, I mean, remember going back, I mean, what are we going back to season four or five where, like, Rick, like, tore out the guy's, like, was it was it his throat? Remember the guys are going but after there, Carl? There was, that was a response, though. But, but, but I'm just saying, it shows you how savage he could yeah. be and all the different personalities of Rick. The best thing that... Uh, but like Herschel said, you can come back. Yeah, always. Always, like as a, with know. anything, really. But, um, damn, you just had a good one. Damn, 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 damn. I lost it. We're talking about what? Rick uh, tearing out the kids, tearing out kids that dude's throat, throat being ferocious. Yep. Doof, 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 doof. So the scariest I've seen Rick so far is his interview with uh, God. Who's Alexandria's first leader, the woman? 
Yep. Whatever Deanna? her name. De- Deanna. That that in uh, the conversation that she recorded, like where he's like full on savage B, and he's like, yeah. "We'll do whatever it takes to survive. I'll kill anybody." Like, that's like, whoa! I could. Picture I mean, at that point, they'd given up a lot of hope. Yeah. And on top of it, like we've seen, uh, think of Terminus too. I, we're going like Super Walking Dead right now, but that's okay. Terminus, we got time. Saw the means to an end yeah. really quick. They're like, you know what? A uh, this human meat is still good. We're gonna cook this. Blah, blah blah. It's a matter of time before the Alexandrians need to, you know, they need some sort of food to subside on. You know, like it's it's a, c- a countdown because. We don't really see oh I almost made him sick. We don't really see fish too often on this show yeah. besides that one beachside I'm sorry, beachside town. Yeah. So spit on your competition. Damn it, you bastard, you bastard. <laughs> I spit on your grave. Speak no, it. the only like look at realistically on our planet, the only thing that is enough to um, be self sustaining food wise uh, is fish. Yeah. Realistically. Right. All of our animals are most likely dead in these situations if I don't know. Or poison. I got two things. Go for it. Um, so we talked about we talked about uh, the fish. We talked about the water. One of the Walking Dead spinoff series, Fear the Walking Dead, started on a boat. Have you heard the rumor that there's going to be a crossover between Fear the Walking Dead and The Walking Dead? Well, I heard that before Fear the Walking Dead even hit the air, I heard that that, that was the whole like point of it, is to one day have these two meet up. That was confirmed, and we're thinking that it might be... Uh, Michael Cudlitz, who's going to reprise his role as Abraham before he met up with Rosita and Eugene, and he's going to be on Fear the Walking Dead. They said that one character is going to cross would over. Be the best character. Yeah. I don't Perfect. give two kernels of corn in my shit about how you feel, <laughs> and you, you got a better side of picking up the clean end of a turd. You know what I want? I want you to shave that beard and just leave the, the mustache. That would be fantastic. Um, but I made the little illusion I spit on your grave before. Yeah. We also saw in The Walking Dead there's two new graves that Rick was standing mm. over in one of those flashbacks. What do you guys think about that? Do you think it's two new graves? No, I don't, 100%. I think that that's Glenn and Abram's grave, and um, I think they actually now have a stone on it or whatever. I think I noticed that really quick. Yeah. Beth did bring that up during the episode. She was saying that, she's like, oh, what, you know, whose grave do you think that was? And automatically I went to Glenn. Well, comicbook.com actually put a picture up of the two graves from when Maggie was, go- and it's on the other side of the platform. So yeah. either they made a, an error when they were shooting it, or those are going to be two new graves. Oh, two new graves. I don't know. Hopefully Gregory's ass gets it. Cause, well, I mean, it'd be at Hilltop, right? Yeah. I'm, so No, I know, but you could still like, this is my trophy. His head is mine. <laughs> <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of Terminus, do you know Robin Lord Taylor was in the in the uh, he was. Terminus scenes? Yeah. He he, was. Oh, my God. He got yep, yep. dinked in the back of the head. Yep. And actually the Penguin and his girlfriend were the two, who was it? Rick and what? Michonne went on like yep. a yeah. scavenging mission. Yeah, they were in a, yep. an earlier episode and then... Yeah. Came back in Terminus. Oh my! Is that the first time we saw like how many walkers have you killed? How many people have you killed, and why was uh, that? I think it was before that. I don't know. I think it was that's, before that. That's really tough. I think it was before mind. Terminus. It was before Terminus. I okay. I know it's around yeah, it that was, time. I think it was well, before because Terminus. Because it's after Tyrese and them. Because friend of friend of the show, Tori Taylor, I love actually. Tyrese. He was awesome. Tori. Uh, Tori actually for Christmas gave me two framed pictures. One of a map of Terminus that she made from an actual map that she got from the Atlanta area, and then another one she actually. Put out the speech. How many people have you killed? How many workers have you killed? Why? And she gave that to me like two, three years ago for Christmas. And it's one of my favorite gifts I ever got. So shout out to Tori. Thank you. Um, shout out to you, Tori. Yeah, Tor- what Tori's the best. Was it Andrea that came up with that? I don't think it. It was not Andrea. No, I think I think she might have said that. Uh, I, I don't know. Beth Beth is just. 
I love the comment. She basically told me that you're never growing just just a mustache. So <laughs> she wants me to shave the beard. I, I'm okay with that. So I'm not okay. paying attention to my facial hair. But I'm saying, what about doing it for Halloween? Halloween. She, you, hey, Ro- it's a Papa Luigi here. I can't Beth, have anything Beth but could a- be, Beth could be Rosita. You could be Abraham. Beth, do you hear this kid? <laughs> do you hear him? <laughs> Hi, Beth. Beth has claimed uh, that if this was a zombie apocalypse, like, because I asked her, like, randomly, I'm like, so who would you be? Like, because I'm the Glenn. I would 100% be the Glenn. There's, like, no tracking skills here. <laughs> like, I'm not a cop. I'm not, like, a freaking, I don't know. I'm not any of those guys. You're like, but I can run and scavenge. I can run and scavenge. I'm 100. And look, I'm a geek, too. Like, it makes sense. I'm the Glenn, like, in that universe. And Beth was like, you know, I would be, like, a mix between this and this. And she's like, oh, shit, that's Rosita. Boom. See? Makes sense, yeah. Oof. I knew. I knew that. I'd be more of a Eugene, I think. I'd be I'd be turning tail and whoever's got the most power, I'd be siding up with them so fast. Jeff can be Maggie. <laughs> Jeff looks like Maggie. We throw a wig on him, a little <laughs> bit of rouge, you know? He could he could definitely be Maggie. Uh John, you can be Judith. How about that? Oh <laughs> Judith John and yeah. Maggie Jeff. Yep, yep, yep. Two southern girls who love lemonade and iced tea. <laughs> I do declare. Uh so we're gonna we're gonna put a pin in this. Get back to the Walking Dead in a second yeah. because uh, in about five ten minutes we're gonna get back into our final countdown. Actually, our Mount Rushmore and talk about the the four major characters we think are basically the Walking Dead. If we had to do a Mount Rushmore of the Walking Dead, what would be the face Mount on that? Mushmore. That's right. That's correct. But before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about something else that's coming out. Uh, is it tomorrow? Is it coming I don't out know tomorrow? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find that out real quick. Ten twenty-seven. Well, let's talk about. Let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about Stranger Things. Let's talk about Stranger Things. Um, what are you guys? Are you guys pumped? Uh, October twenty-seventh is gonna be. So that's what tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Tomorrow. So. so can't wait. We can all we can sit here because before we jumped on air, we we're all laughing about how we all loved Stranger Things. Loved and we, it. We couldn't even tell you what happened in the show. We know like, we know the big moments. Like general, yeah. yeah, but like all the little the little pieces. I mean, to me, my favorite was uh, Winona Ryder's character, Will's mom, doing the whole like Christmas tree lights mm-hmm. and the thing, trying yep. to communicate with her son who that, was in the upside down. Wow, yeah, that was that really was really, really cool. cool. Um, the story of the oldest sister becoming a badass. That's yep. Yep. I think that was pretty cool. Um, but I mean, realistically, like the friendship between those. Four kids. Well, I mean, realistically, we only get the no, no, no. Well, it's the, the kind of comical part too. Episode, with, with the no, no, no. I'm not talking about the one who gets pulled to the upside down. I mean, like eleven. Uh, when the boys boy, kind of find boy. eleven Mike, is when it kind of gets really Lucas. interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think it's awesome when um, you know, they <laughs> they get her to f- levitate the Millennium yeah. Falcon, uh, which is actually a toy you can buy nowadays. So correct. Which yep. is hey, Star Wars. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So just get, I, I'm on uh, Wikipedia right now just to get, get these up. So. Yeah. Uh, first season, November 1983. The kids are playing Dungeons and Dragons, which is a total yep. geek game for, especially for that time too. Yeah, but I was I, about a month and a half years old. You know, I was a month and a half. A month and a half years old. He was six <laughs> weeks old. Um, yeah. I was about one. Yeah, he so. was point one years old. But uh, point one. yeah, yeah he encounters like a creature and vanishes to the upside down. Uh, a young girl with a shaved head, eleven, shows mm-hmm. up and be- befriends Mike. This Lucas, is what happens when Dustin. eleven grows up eating nothing but egos <laughs> in a basement. <laughs> Okay. I love Folks. Eggos, though. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, don't let your daughters eat dry Eggos in a basement. Okay? This is what happens. Or Public service announcement right here. KB and the Don warning yep. your kids. Don't do it. I'm going to it's make sure that it. neither of you guys drink any type of energy drinks whatsoever. 
I'm only halfway on. done with mine. So. <laughs> hey! Don, Don's, uh, Don's digging himself a hole right Gazinga. now. Uh, yeah, so... Dazzler. You know, <laughs> I'm going to have... You guys have your own show. This is going to be awesome. So, Rich Marini, we're thinking about doing a horror movie podcast. You'll just have to find another <laughs> day to do it. Pod- <laughs> do you need co-hosts? <laughs> no, but... Um, Really, how badass was the sheriff in that show? Awesome. Yep. Rugged awesome. dude. Like, just, you know what I mean? Like, it's so funny because he's that, ni- like, classic 1980s, like, yeah, I'm the sheriff. I, d- I drink whiskey and yep. smoke cigarettes, and I'm going to find that little girl. I mean, that's what I, I mean, not really that he was a southern <laughs> hillbilly yeah. or anything like that. And not that there's anything wrong with hillbilly. Just projecting the attitude there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm, I'm projecting. But, um. I was a big fan of Jonathan, Will's older brother. Yep. The oh, like, the weirdo? Yeah. My God. You know what's so funny? Um, I'm watching, I watch like, you know, those random like clickbait videos that they mm-hmm. have on Facebook. And I clicked on one that was making fun of uh, Stranger Things. <coughs> and um, the older brother, <laughs> the older brother literally does look like the guy who in Charlie's Angels rips out freaking, uh, what's her name? Lucy Lou's hair and just takes a <laughs> big whiff out of it. He does. And so does the little kid from the It movie. Billy from It movie yep. definitely does look like he would be into that. Or he'd be like the mm-hmm. Rat King and like... I can't even think what he played the Rat King in. Willard, or Willard, whatever the hell that movie was. Anyway, back to this. So I got to like tell everybody who's watching and continuing to watch. Mm-hmm. Guys, we've had like an average of 25 yeah, I noticed the that. whole time. And that's that's big for Yeah, thanks like, for watching, guys. Yeah, we, we appreciate podcast. it. So thank you so much. I hope that we're keeping you guys, uh, you know, your minds going and you're getting some information education yeah transformation yeah. feel free to uh, like our page on facebook for your geek podcast um it's the same logo that you see here mm-hmm. um and uh you can check out our old episodes we have episodes uh talking about game of thrones uh, the different marvel movies that have come out over the last starting to get those on the years. youtube too yeah, yeah. So, so. It's a, we have a YouTube page uh for your geek on youtube all of our old episodes are on there too within the last five or so um, I think I just uploaded episode 50, where this today this episode is 55, so there's tons of stuff that, and we'll get into all that stuff at the end, but yeah. uh, for those that are watching, and I just want to, like, yeah, thank you, Don, for reminding me, but anybody continue to watch on Facebook Live, we truly appreciate it. Thank you it. for the support. Yeah, we, we love it. We love it. We, we like this community of uh, geekdom. Uh, you know, all of our fellow geeks on here, feel free to comment, introduce yourselves in the comments on Facebook Live. Uh, we We go to this typically every show and just kind of... Give shout-outs to people that are watching along with us. We'll call you out if you have a funny comment or observation. Or yeah. And if people want to be on, let us know. Right. And think about, like, so for those that are brand new, Don, who is probably the most energetic the of the people's three of us, geek. He actually joined the show by... Calling in. Yeah. Calling in and... Uh, Correcting us. A new one, basically saying you you were wrong at this no, point. No, I just I, I gently redirected you guys because you guys were stumbling onto the right idea, but you guys were saying it wrong. And that's all I did was I was just like, hey, it's this. And I felt so weird. But I was like, and then I talked to you for like, what, two hours afterwards? Yeah, and now we're, now we're boys. Yeah, that's it. Like, th- these are my guys right here. Yeah, you know same I mean? samesies. Samesies. Yep. That's a Dazzler <coughs> freaking maneuver right there. <laughs> all right, Allison. So, boy. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so the Upside Down had a huge arc. Will was trapped in the Upside Down. Yeah. And it uh, looks like season two is going to take place around Halloween about a year later. And having Will readjust. Yeah, and Will keeps getting those like little like uh, flickers of the upside down. It's 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 I'm I'm super pumped for it. It's gonna be out tomorrow. I know what I'll probably be binge watching all day on Saturday. God, yeah. Um, I just want to point out that I believe the first season had eight episodes. Uh, this season, season two is gonna have nine episodes, so it's gonna be one episode longer. So, 
Um, yeah, they're all going to be released tomorrow. Uh, the first episode is called Mad Max, which is a great reference too. That whole, I mean, like the nostalgic value of that show alone, I could watch is, it. Oh you know yeah. what I mean, just that alone. Like I remember, like that, f- <coughs> like when we got like seeing. Oh no, that was it. That was the thing I appreciated about <laughs> about. That's the, probably the only thing I appreciated appreciated about the It movie is the nostalgic value of everything. So down on it. He was so down on it. Yeah, I, I'm just I could not appreciate that movie as a horror. If it was a comedy, then it was a great movie. I th- great, I just think movie. not to re- retread on this, but I think I think it was it was like it had that Stranger Things feel. Definitely. Yeah. So I think I think your expectations of it being more of a horror movie as opposed to more of a thriller yeah. type of Stranger Things esque yeah. movie. You know was what? Different. Realistically, I'm sorry. This is my best comparison. The Goonies. If the Goonies <laughs> was remade nowadays, it would be probably something like that. Like if you make like the the creepy mother and her two weirdo kids. Like nowadays, yep. like because think back then in the eighties or late seventies, yep. whatever it may have been, when the Goonies was eighties, re- when the yep. Goonies was released, that's what was scary. Like oh look, you got these you know like bad criminals and you know, yeah. and we never got to see the scene with the octopus either. You guys know that, right? That whole scene, like the pirate ship scene, there was like mm-hmm. supposed to be like mm-hmm. an octopus thing. The the little uh, the kid, the inventor, because I can't classify anybody by their race or mm-hmm. gender or anything. So the the kid who invented things um, was like, and you wouldn't believe it, there was a <laughs> octopus, and we get away from it. And I don't know. There's supposed <laughs> to be a part two to that movie. I don't even know why I'm talking about the Goonies right now because it relates to Stranger Things. And if they rebooted that now, they'd they make a fortune. It, they would make they a would, fortune. They would make a fortune. For everyone listening or watching the Facebook Live video, you're basically peeling the layers of Don's brain <laughs> and seeing his thought process as he jumps from subject to subject. It's a little that's scary. Like, I love it. I love the way your brain thinks. And, and I, that's why I keep headphones on all day because <laughs> my brain does not stop. <sighs> so, anything? Any other final things you want to say about Stranger Things or the upcoming season? What What do you hope to see? What do you do? You, do you want to see more of the Upside Down? Do you want to see how Eleven comes back into and plays her part? I'm kind of interested in the whole experimentation on her, the whole dropping in the water thing that was going on, and yeah. that whole story 100%. how she came to be. I, I, I want to see more of that. I would love to see. This is just a completely thrown out there idea that if anybody who's a creator in Strange Things watches and hears me say this, I hope you guys use this. I would love to see a hero come out of the upside down. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we know Eleven was the first? What if there was like this has been going on for the past X amount of years, hundreds of years, and they sent this guy in for so long ago, and he's been living in the upside down. He's been mm. slaying the demigogs and yeah. whatever, you know, demigorgons. And this dude comes over, like, this is like... When Elsa Bloodstone of the Upside Down. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, this is like the Duke Nukem of yep. the Upside Down, and he comes back through and just, I don't know, starts slaying people left and right. I That's that. what yeah. I would like to see out of it. I wish I could make movies. I could sit and talk nonsense all day, and I bet you we could throw a movie together out of it. We could, well, let's, let's write a script. Let's all three of us. We'll, call, we'll do a <laughs> challenge... Accepted. <laughs> so, gentlemen, do you want to get into our final segment? Or do we have anything else we want to say before we about Stranger Things before we get into our Mount Rushmore? It's the Mount Rushmore countdown. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I feel like if this if we're getting we're getting different viewers, new viewers, I should probably explain what this is. Typically on our show, we have our, our we rank our top five, our top three. We call it the final countdown. Um, we are coming up with this new concept, which is not really new because everybody else does it, but we call it the Mount Rushmore, where we put the four faces of whatever subject matter. So for this particular one, we're still going to play the final countdown theme. 
Uh, and it goes a little something like this. Oh, I want to, I want to, before we get into this, I want to just, yeah, you read that? Give, wow. give a shout out to your wife, man. Oh my God. Because that's, that, that's that great. Is, yeah. That's awesome. Great. I can't even, that's... I wouldn't even have thought of that. My wife just came up with by far the best, maybe, what, uh, hypothesis? It's, it's a theory, yeah. The theory. Oh, yeah. What if Barb comes back? As one of the beasts. So Barb, Barb got uh, taken to the upside down. We think she's dead. Uh, first season of Stranger Things. What if she comes back as the villain? What if she's yeah. the Demogorgon? Be crazy. Beth, that is a great theory. We want. I want Beth on the show. She wouldn't do camera. Okay, she'd we'll we'll do an side. audio. We'll do she'd an audio only. Okay, yeah, she we'll do an audio do only, or we'll, we'll put her off to whatever off, she yeah. wants to do. We'll kick KB out. No offense. No Just way, kidding. man. <laughs> I don't get to see him that much anymore. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> All um, right, go ahead. Okay, what if, uh, no, I'm sorry, what if we created the Upside Down? What if the Demigorgons are our own doing? What if we, <laughs> we created this, and like now stuff's getting out of hand, and now it's going to start spilling over? I thought those were tacos. <laughs> and then everything's starting She's to spill over. saying it's taco night, come home. <laughs> come home, it's taco <laughs> Tuesday. Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> I know what day it is, thank you very much. <laughs> what a host, huh? What a host, guys. That's what I do. Um... So yeah, um, tacos are on my brain now. So I lost my. <laughs> okay. Of thought. So we were talking about the upside down. I, what if the what upside if down what is the? What if the upside down is the real world and where the upside? Where the upside down? <laughs> this podcast now blows your mind. But let's get into <laughs> Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Oh, that was a Scooby Doo reference. <laughs> um, all right, we're gonna do the Mount Rushmore of the top four Walking Dead characters. So which four characters? Basically define the Walking Dead. Or the for you. face of the show. The face of the show, or what basically defines what you think the Walking Dead is. I'm gonna throw a curveball and say that none of us can double dip. So Ooh. whichever way it starts, we have to keep rolling because I'm sure we can come up with twelve characters on the fly in front of you guys and give you explanations on why. Is that cool with you? So no no duplicate. You're gonna keep no, track of no the No duplicates, yeah, huh? Guaranteed. All right, so do you wanna do four at a time or do you wanna do one straight through two? Almost like a draft three. kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Like a draft. That might be hard to keep track of, though. No, no, I get this. I promise you guys I got this. All right, here we are. And the people people watching uh, on Facebook Live will let us know, too. So, go ahead. Don, you want to start off? I will not take any of the big three. So, uh... See, but who are the big three? Big three to me. I mean, it doesn't count because I don't claim them. Rick, Michonne, and Carl. That's my big three. By far the most amazing characters. But to me, Morgan. Morgan's a, a character who I love and a love to hate. Uh, Morgan off the rip is um, very, I don't know, he knows what's going on, but he's not very useful. He's good at keeping his kid alive, and but Rick really teaches him how to use the gun, shows him where the guns are, shows him not too much, but, you know, they separate and whatever it is. Morgan ends up, we see that whole side story where that guy, that mm-hmm. Zen master, teaches him Tai Chi or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. and then Morgan becomes like, the Yoda version of Darth Maul, I'll say, because he is just a beast with that stick. And what I loved is I got to see Morgan just take a dude out on this first episode, boom, 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 and then just stab him. So Morgan's killing again, and that's needed for this group. And Morgan is one of the big heads on my Mount Rushmore. And guess what? Oh, you know what? I can't say that, too. But still, you know... (laughs) If Barack Obama could be on mine, he'd be on mine too. There you go. That's a good way of saying it. 
Um, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go safe here, and I'm just gonna put Rick on the top. Dim, dim, I, I you ha- you just have to. I think okay, he ha- so has to be Morgan the- and Rick so far. So I'm not gonna go into detail. Yeah, I mean, Rick 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 is, Rick is self-explanatory. Yeah, all right. All right. So. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a curveball too. I'm gonna start off with a villain. Uh, if we're talking TV show or we're talking comic, Negan. Negan. Awesome. That's a good pickup. Yeah. So that's that's mine. So that's that's our first ra- first draft right there. Round one of the draft. Round one's gone. Okay. Um, for me, it's not even a cookie cutter answer because Carol. Carol's evolved more than mm. anybody on the show. Agreed. And Carol, took a step back. And. And then realized, bit. you know yep. what? This is the world I live in. I have to accept my role. And that's what I'm seeing yeah. from her. And that little group, like, you're looking at this group, and look, I chose Morgan first. Morgan's not the leader out of them. Morgan can be the, the voice of reason, but he's not a leader. A voice of reason cannot be the leader. You know what I mean? Um, and then you have, we have Daryl. Daryl's got no real leadership qualities either. Daryl's a follower. He's a soldier who can get sh- stuff done for you, but a group's not going to look up to Daryl. Carol accepts that secondary leader role. She'll take that from Rick. As a matter of fact, she just doesn't She's like to. a sergeant at arms. She is. Carol is carries out the she'll carry out the work. Yeah. I would follow Carol into battle. Let's let's, let's put it that way. That's, I agree with that. That's my second pick. So you're Morgan and Carol. Morgan so, and Carol so far. That's my squad you're so Rick. far. I'm Rick. Rick and um Maggie. Cuz Maggie. Maggie is so resilient yep. and so smart and so balanced compared to a lot of other characters in the show. And you think of all the loss that she's had throughout the show. Like, a lot of the other characters, like, you know they've lost. Yeah. And we've seen Rick lose his wife. We've seen... But look at she's lost <laughs> her father, her sister, her husband, who she married after this. You know what I mean? On top of all the other people around her. And I feel like just so much loss in her home. Remember, you know, back in, what was it, season three? Two. Two, Two or three, right? So... You know, losing her home. We didn't see anybody else lose their home. We've seen this girl's entire life go from farm girl to to where she is now. Yeah, we. You're right. We you, never saw a Lori and Carl clear out the home house. or yeah, exactly. We just got to see it picked over. Exactly. So she's the only character left from a time when, before everybody came to the farm for safety, was living the same life. A hundred percent. Yeah. And so, if you look at that character, I mean, she's the she's the epitome of from the start of this thing to where it is, and she's become such a respected member of the group. Absolutely. And thinks on her feet, and I think has, you know, like she said, you know, she's learned so much from Rick, and Rick is like, no, you're going to be doing this. I'm I'm glad that you learned it from me. So, yeah, so I think putting Rick and Maggie together, I think is... That, 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 that's my uh, second pick on my Mount Rushmore. Well, okay. I know you already named one of your top three that you weren't going to use. I'm going to pull them, though, because Maggie was going to be on my list. But guess what? Carl, I still think the story's all about him. Good, man. He's going to be up on there. because His character he, development's phenomenal. He's a child growing up in this, this apoc- post-apocalyptic world where now he's basically losing his innocence as a child. Especially on the TV show, you see, you know, obviously in the comic books, a lot of things kind of mimic. He gets shot, at, you know... In the woods, goes to the eye farm, thing. The eye thing. Yeah. All of that happens. But the same fact of the matter is, they actually showed on the Talking Dead this week after the season premiere of uh, Chandler Riggs as a young boy when he first started on season one, yeah. and what he looks like now. And the kid is grown up. And yeah. to think about that, the kid spent you know the last eight years from whatever like a eight or nine year old kid to he now. Into this, yeah. I'm like, you saw him grow up on the show, yeah. but you also kind of that kind of that weight, that gravitas. Is like okay. You've also seen this kid grow up in a zombie apocalypse, 
Like that kid has had to do so much growing up, especially yep. we look back to in the TV show when he had, like they did it a little bit differently, but Lori had a C- C-section. He killed his mother as she died. Like yep. he had to put his mother down for And that was a beautiful thing because that was a mercy kill. Yeah. Right, he's, but he I'm wasn't saying allow he's that. already mature up to that point that he has to, he's the one that has to make that decision. Yeah. And then you see Rick after that, like breaking down and just like beside himself crying and, you know, to, to to Andrew Lincoln, you know the the actor that plays Rick, such a great job. But the kid uh, Chandler uh, Chandler Riggs, I think is his name, the, yep, the kid that plays right. Carl, his performance there too. And Rick's like, oh no, no, like and he's totally losing it. Carl's face is just like so important. Like he's sad, but it's kind of like he's a little bit more reserved than Rick is. And yeah. it's, it's interesting. It's just it's just I. So he would be on my list. So uh, do you want to do a recap real quick of what we've done so far? Oh, I know. Okay. Uh, do you want me to repeat? Yeah, repeat it. All right. So I have so far. I have Carol. I have Morgan. You have Rick. You have your secondary was wow. Maggie. Maggie. Yeah, yeah. I I was gonna give you Maggie. Hold on. So he's got Rick and Maggie. It's because you just said you were gonna pick Maggie. Maggie. So you threw him off. Threw me off. He threw me off. And you got Negan and you got Carl. Yep. So so far our teams are very well off and balanced. Now I will I will take a page from your book and I will use a villain. For me, the governor was incredible. The governor is a grand charismatic. He literally took the perfect opportunity with all of this stuff going wrong, and he captured the town of Woodsbury, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Not so much. I Granted, the, the unfortunate thing is I've never read the paperback books, the road to Woodbury and mm-hmm. all of these yeah. things for, for the governor's back. The rise of the governor. The rise yeah. of the governor and all that. But still, he took the opportunity... He put himself in a leadership role, and he manipulated an entire town to do as he wanted. And then after that, intelligence through the roof. Yes, but even beyond the intelligence, it's his charisma. Like everywhere he enters, it's like, oh, what's going on with the governor? Oh, oh, oh." like he just he exudes important. Like you know what I mean? That he's important. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? He's like a pretentious dickhead, but still gets everybody to do as he wishes. And we don't see it once on the show. We see it twice on the show. You know what I mean? He already has Woodbury, kills all of his men for not being able to uh, accomplish the task mm-hmm. at hand, and then gets the second group of men, and then rides with them, and then takes over their group. Yeah. You know what I mean? And leads them to, again, attack Rick, kill Herschel. The governor was just... Not to mention his manipulation of Andrea. Oh, God. And again, I have to make one point clear. For anybody who is a graphic novel reader and TV show... The governor that I'm speaking of right now, who would be on my Mount Rushmore, is it's the TV, TV show. version. Um, the scuzzbag rapist who is from the graphic novels yeah, would not no. make this list ever no. in a million years. It, that looked, character was weak in the comics, I and thought. And he, yeah. he looked just trashy. Like, yeah. they, they, they made a very cleaned-up version of the governor, and I, I appreciate it. And David Morrissey was played off. Phenomenal. Phenomenal job with that. Charismatic. and Yeah, and, yeah absolutely. I agree with that. Okay. KB? Uh, Michonne. Nice. Has to be Michonne. Okay. Um, just remember that. Remember the first episode with Michonne. Not the first episode, but the end of season two. You just see the sword. You see this badass, and you're just like, oh my god! Like, you, you, I mean, you know the character from the book, but you're just like, wow, you know. And to see her, um, in her, <sighs> to see how closed she was at the beginning, and to see what she is now. Yeah, is a character that has gr- the, the arc is just. But I think been they're giving really her a lot awesome. of Andrea's storyline, which they are, they, which they are. Yeah, but it's we're we're just talking the show, right. so we're. It, but even in the book, like she opens up along the oh, way yeah, in a different absolutely. way. Um, 
but I I just love that. I I think it makes better sense her role now because Andrea was in the comics. You know, if people haven't read the comics. Spoiler: Andrea is kind of in Michonne's position in the comics. But yes. Andrea doesn't have kids, didn't have a family before, yep. where Michonne did. So this is like Michonne is getting back a family after yeah, losing. She had lost. Yeah, um, being a parent. I'm not gonna say parent, but yeah, being a parent. Um, and you know, wife, girlfriend, whatever. And 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 you can actually see her from that total despair and closure and just being closed and all the crap that she went through and her. Uh, going after the governor herself, remember that? Oh, yeah. So those kinds of things all happening to her. And how many times did she leave, come back, leave, yeah. come back to finally Even see her? Even when things were good, she still left. To finally see her in her place. She is a survivor. She is one of those people that will survive either on her own or in the group. Yeah. Some of these people, you could say outside of the group, may not survive. Yeah. Even somebody like a Maggie on their own may not be as <laughs> well... But Michonne definitely a survivor, so I think she has to she has to be on my uh, on my Mount Rushmore. Okay, I like that. We go from Michonne, who is a badass with the katanas, uh, to somebody who died by the sword on my list, a gentleman by the name of Herschel, mm. and I, I just I just love his character on the show. <laughs> the Gandalf the of Walking Dead. He's 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 the Gandalf yeah. of of the Walking. Dead. He's basically like absolutely. You know, he's he's still the humanity in the show. Yep. You know, even though he some some people could say he was naive, like during the season at the farm, where he thinks that these people were just infected and they could be cured, to like finally accepting that, but still, like for the living people not to lose their goodness, their humanity. You know, to to KB's point, we can still come back from this. You can still come back from this. Yes. No. I just I all I want to do is touch on that point um, that. Herschel is the humanity, and it's funny that you, you said that he's a Gandalf. Well, that would make Dale the Dumbledore, <laughs> because before we even got a glimpse of Herschel, like, Dale was that voice mm-hmm. of reason. Yeah. And granted, we didn't get Dale, like, like on the TV show, like, we got him in the comic books. No. He didn't have that creepy relationship with the two sisters, and he didn't last into the prison. Yeah. Like, we didn't get... Like, it's funny what TV is doing with this, is they're taking characters who are similar, and, like, we're just going to blend these storylines in together. And, you know, Dale's going to become Herschel, Herschel's going to lose his leg, and then this is going to happen like this, and so on and so forth. And we lost Andrea, so what we're going to do with Andrea now is tie Michonne's story, mm-hmm. and, you know, Tyrese and Michonne didn't really have their relationship like they did in the comics, so we're going to do this now. Like, they're, they're and, moving and the pieces around for TV. And we also say. have Ezekiel and Michonne in the comics versus... Well, you got me beat there. He, he spoiled it. Uh, I'm sorry. I thought you were caught up. I didn't didn't think about it. It was my fault that I stopped reading. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't even get that far yet. Well, to to put it in the show terms, it seems like uh, they're doing Carol. Yeah. So, All right. moving on, was that? I don't know if that no, was no. your pick oh, for, no, for Dale. Oh, you Dale just, you're is just... definitely not. I'm going to tell you guys, Dale is one <laughs> Dale of my on least Mount favorite characters. Um, the only thing it's that like was cool about Dale is that Dale had an RV. Plain and simple. <laughs> I did not like Dale. Dale couldn't survive two days. He's kind of creepy. He's kind of a yeah. creepy old man. Definitely creepy. I mean, comic book-wise, he was creepy. I mean, I'm envious of him. Oh uh, yeah, in the comic book world, but he's en- he's he's nothing. So I mean, I'm gonna end my Mount Rushmore on the realest character that ever could be in The Walking Dead, the one character who shows his true human colors, and that can be only one man, the man who always shows that he's afraid, Eugene, because <laughs> yeah. Eugene is a human being in a zombie apocalypse with human beings killing each other, and. He knows that he's got, yeah, he's got skills where he can build stuff, and he may know, you know, a thing or two about a thing or two, but 
He knows I can't kill things, I can't survive, so I need to click up. And he is the realest character on that show. I was gonna, I, I was gonna agree. Reason. He is a realist because again, for those that aren't caught up, but you should even last season, he's part of uh, Negan's camp right now. Yeah, we are Negan, and it's just like he's. I've he's, been Negan before you even had to ask. Right, and he he's doing what he needs to do to survive. Damn right. So you know what? I'm gonna be honest. I um. The, my first thought process was like, oh, at the end of this, we can have our three teams go up against each other, and who would kill whose team, and we can like discuss it or whatever. But realistically, like the way once I had to say that name, Eugene, I realized like that all those other characters meant something to me, and so does Eugene. So that was kind of mine. Okay. I'll end with a weak character. KB, I'm debating. I'm debating. Um, I was gonna go with Daryl, but because it is Mount Rushmore, oh, it's I was not, gonna say you have the Beast Squad. You know, Daryl. Well, that's what I'm saying. Daryl kind of is like yeah. the end all be all on the TV he show. He could just yeah, yeah. yeah. I, He's I the mean, Wolverine, if you will. I, I, yeah. So, you know, I am gonna go with Daryl because okay, my, nice. my, my my other pick was gonna be Jesus, but Jesus. Yeah, I didn't think of Jesus yeah, the beast. but. I, I just think like Daryl is just you know he's just the man he he he's uh, losing uh, losing his brother in the at you know in the beginning well thinking he lost his brother in the beginning and then finding him again and I love when they kind of go out on really their good too. yeah and Mary I, Poppins y'all yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I just love when they go out on their own after. When 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 Meryl comes back and they yeah. they're kind of on their own and they're kind of talking about their past Why don't a little you go bit. Go back to your cop. Go back to your yeah. police officer. And yeah. That whole. Yeah. A great back and forth. And then you know Daryl um, when he was with that other group for a while. Remember the fight? They they accused him of stealing something. Oh my God! The Remember bikers. that the claimed. bikers claimed the claimed oh, yes man. the claim thing. Like that was pretty cool. Um, and then what his weird the one weird thing about Daryl was that weird relationship with Beth. I see, but again, it was I think a people, little. It was more people, of a brother sister thing. People wanted them to hook up, yeah. and date, and like, yeah. But he's got an equally a creepy relationship with Carol. What does he yeah, want? Yeah, they like, at least hold down his pants and wipe his ass but they're, so he they're, feels better. But they're closer, in, at least in age, like yeah. In she looks like she could have pushed him out when she was like no. 18. <laughs> she looks old and beat. Dar- da- he like, looks hillbilly old. She looks like the yeah, weather's done she's some like work on in her fifties. And he looks like he's, he could be in his like he's in his mid to late forties. Oh, well, he still looks like he could be like a, a very weathered thirty-five year old man. Not okay. everybody is, you know, as right. dashing as we three. All right. Well, thank you for the. Compliment. So, so we're going to review all our picks before Jay Freeze. Are you going to test me? To so, see yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's see if you can do all it. All right. So you picked Rick, Maggie, Michonne, and Daryl. I had the Beast Squad. Yeah, you do. You got. You have. You have the Holy uh, Grail of Walking Dead characters. You picked uh, Negan. You picked. Herschel, you haven't picked your last one yet, but you picked one more person. I even remember. Yeah, it's probably someone like emotional, <laughs> like Beth. I'll, 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 I'll give you, a, I'll give you a hint. Kind of broody. <laughs> kind of broody. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I don't know. A broody it, teenager. Oh, it's Carl. <laughs> Carl. And your, and yours was Morgan. I forgot mine. Mine was Morgan, Carol, <laughs> Eugene, and. Um, Governor. 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 My God. See? So my last pick is actually someone that's not with the show anymore. Um, and went through season two, and now he's coming back to Netflix to punish some people. Nice. Uh, um, I am going to go with pick. Shane. Just because I think Shane, in the, at least as far as the show is concerned, kind of... So needed. Kind of yeah. gotten... It, it was kind of like the ahead of the curve is this is what humanity can devolve into. And as we've mm. talked earlier in the show... Rick's already way past that point that Shane was. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying, like, at that time when you had, like, 
a, still a sense of normalcy. Like these people, what they're doing is unethical. It's immoral. There, you know, he he shot. I can't think of the guy's name, but he shot him to leave him for dead when they were on the in the, the farm. The farmhand, Otis. Otis yeah. shot Otis to basically save his own skin. And Otis save had himself. a case of the Mondays. Garfield. Can you imagine having Shane alive now fighting Negan? Um, no, because I could picture Shane being with Negan. Or yeah. well, the, the, there was the there's the there was the argument that everything that happened with the governor wouldn't have happened if Shane had been part of that camp. That's very true. But That's then look possible. at trickle down effect. Shane and Daryl didn't really get along. Yeah. So who's your choice? Do you pick the guy who's got more skills, or do you pick the guy who's more of a killer? I'd keep Daryl around. Like mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. if it, if it came down to the two, and think of the butterfly effect. Yeah, maybe that stuff wouldn't have happened with the governor in that camp, and maybe it would have been nipped in the bud, or maybe it wouldn't have been. Maybe think the governor's ban could have been pushed away. Think about if Shane was in that circle, the first circle where Negan was going to take off Carl's arm. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't have happened in front of Shane. Shane would have got beaten with Lucille while he was biting at like <laughs> Negan's throat, and which is very, very sick. Because as a father myself, like I'm sorry, my head's getting beaten in before I'm cutting my kid's hand off. Right, and on yeah. top of it, like I'll figure out some sort of a way to hurt you enough that you're not gonna hurt my kid. Yeah. And Shane has that Shane's over nuts. over Laurie and Carl mm-hmm. more than he's, Rick does. Yeah. He's obsessed. It's, he was yeah. obsessed. Yeah. Nick Ponce, uh, what's up, Joey? Whip. Everybody's jumping in. I know, guys. This is awesome. This, this is what's this up. is a great show. This is a this great is, show. This is very, very so, uh, good. Again, we want to thank you guys. All, everybody that tuned in for the first time or that's listening on the audio version of this, thank you again. Um, please feel free to check out. I feel our like we website. didn't really talk about Thor. <laughs> we, we talked about it in the beginning. It's, yeah. it's fine. We're gonna we're gonna be back in two weeks. We'll review that with movie. the review of Thor Ragnarok. Um, first of all, please check out my our Mount Facebook Rushmore page. was the best. Okay, thank you, KB. Uh, <laughs> please check out our Facebook page, uh, Free Your Geek Podcast, on Facebook. Like it so you'll be notified every time we do a show. We usually yes. do it Thursdays around 6.30 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We skip some weeks because we're lazy. Well, or we got stuff going on. Um, <laughs> check out uh, our sponsors for those in the Fall River area, Pachigo's Furniture, Local Blast Marketing, and Ritual Sweat Society. And uh, if you're in Fall River, our friend across the street, Game King, any tabletop yep. games. Yes. Uh, they just celebrated how many years, KB? Five, I think. Five, Five years. Or six. Uh, last Saturday was they had a, a huge yep. uh, game day. Oh, and yeah. uh, tabletop games, comic books, collectibles, right across the street. Check out Game King. Hell, they got a subscription you, service, 20% off comics. I saw, okay, yep. that's what they were, they were promoting the hell yep. out of that yep. for, the Saturday, for last Saturday's event. Yep. Um, and hey, when you're done with Game King, you want a burger and a beer? Run across the street, Tap, Tap House, House, man. Tap House, great food. You, and Local. you might even catch the Don there. You might yeah. catch the Don there if you're there on a Friday night because, you know, I make food just right and I have to be there on the most important day because, you know, that's the way I play. But anyway, <laughs> back to the show, folks. Um, so, yeah, like our Facebook page. Check us out on social media. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. Free or Geek on both of those. Um, check out Jay Free, who will be putting up covers of DC Comics on the Facebook page, and KB putting up <laughs> Marvel covers Actually, weekly. Yeah. We'll just let, him, we'll just let him go. We've, we've uh, taken a sabbatical appa- from that. Uh, up, apparently, my lazy co-hosts... Um, <laughs> That's what I was saying about the lazy co-hosts. thing. Breaking, breaking news. We've gotten a little lazy. Breaking news. I've been seeing old uh, comics retweeted. Hashtag uh, lazy bums <laughs> over here at uh, Free or Geek. Uh, but no, Jay Free's too busy with his Dazzler we're, we're obsession on, on Wednesdays. We're on YouTube. <laughs> check out For Your Geek on YouTube. We're putting backslash Dazzler fan for life. That is not a backslash. That is not an address. Do not go to Hashtag. that. Hashtag. I cannot promise what you'll see when you go there. <laughs> um, that's all I got. Uh, anything you guys want to plug? Anything else? Oh, man. All right. I don't know. Actually, you know what? Let me jump in real up. quick. So, uh, 
any uh, gamer guy out there who's watching, I hope you're ready for No Shave November meets No Life November because Call of Duty World War II will be Ooh, released November yes. 3rd. So tell your girlfriends, wives, side chicks, um, significant moms, others, dads, everyone that you will not be leaving the room for a month because it is Maybe No two. Life November. Maybe two months. And squat up. And Maybe just to add months. to that, uh, females too, because we're not we're not sexist here. So if there's any females too, tell your boyfriends that you're uh, you're going to be playing some Call of Duty. Just saying. Can't we can't we can't leave out the ladies? <laughs> Don's in utter shock. Anyway, back this to the super, show. No, super um, awkward. Everybody knows I respect girl gamers all day long because it's actually gamer is a gender neutral term. Okay, so. So that that's on me then. <laughs> and my, apparently, yeah, girls can't have girlfriends, according to Jay Free, and husbands and wives and children. And apparently, this world is only. Boy, girl, that is it. No soup for you. Step to the left. That's how Jay Free sees the world. That's why him and Dazzler are uh, not engaged anymore. She That's dumped why him. He, he joined she the DC him. side. He's a fan of Supergirl. He looks through Supergirl's windows. Report this man. <laughs> the views and ex- opinions expressed here are not those. No, guys, I'm just kidding. It's all. This was a fun show. Yeah, we like um, to bust each other's chops. We're just we're having fun. But yeah, check some out of us more social, than others. Social media stuff. Um, Anything else? You guys want to hit him with the catchphrase? What is it? Th- what is it again? <laughs> new catchphrases. Every- no, hey, you guys want to hit him with the catchphrase? We're, we're going back old school. Just do it. Start your weekend with your geek friends. And get your geek on. Bye, everybody. still here. It's over. Go home.